The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back to another Future Socks podcast. This time joining me on Skype is Gavin Sheets. Gavin, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, absolutely. We've uh, we've talked quite a few times. I know we haven't talked for for a while. Obviously, things have things have changed for everybody. But um, we'll, we'll go kind of work our way back in a second. But for now, you know, what are you up to? Where are you at? How are things going for you? So luckily, my whole family, uh, everybody's safe. Uh, back in Baltimore right now, we've stayed healthy during this all this crazy time. Um, trying to stay. You know, trying to stay game ready as best I can. Uh, like everybody else, I know things have been shut down. You've got to really get creative during this time, and um, that's kind of what I've been doing. But just hoping to get back to baseball as soon as possible. You you mentioned you know everyone doing what they can, and you know I've talked to you know seven or eight other guys, and it's everybody's doing something different. You know everybody can do what they can do, and I'm sure there are other players out there, you know, with different organizations and in the Sox organizations that don't have access to as much as as other guys so it's it's just difficult for everyone but for for you what what's what's a typical i guess day for you uh with with your baseball stuff like what are you able to do i've been able to get back in a a little bit of a gym which has been nice but luckily the biggest thing for me is that um, my high school has allowed me to use the field um so i've been able to get out there hit on a field uh, my dad's been throwing to me, throwing batting practice and taking ground balls. And um, so that, that's really nice to be able to have that kind of access. And it was very nice to my high school to allow me to get out there. Um, but that's been the biggest thing. And then obviously trying to get workouts in. And when the gyms weren't open was just, you know, I had some stuff in my house, but really just getting creative. Um, mixing in a lot more yoga now, which has been really good for me uh, athletically. And um, I think the biggest thing is just trying to stay active and, and trying to get as much baseball um, stuff in as possible. Are you kind of, I mean, it's not, you're not able to do obviously what you can do during a regular season, but are you kind of approaching this as, as an off season or kind of in season work or just a mixture of both or literally just whatever you can? It's more of a mixture for me. Okay. Um, you know, luckily I had six, five or six weeks at, at camp um, to yeah. where I could kind of get game ready. So I didn't want to drop back to where I got back into off-season mode and trying to gain muscle and all that. Instead, I want to kind of keep the base that I had, um, but stay as if we were kind of going through a season right now. Um, so there wasn't too much of a difference when we got started back up and there wasn't that, you know, that, that whole reset button. Um, so I, I think if things were different and I didn't have five weeks where we were, you know, Giolito and those guys were, were at 80 pitches, they were going to make their opening day start. So um, we were all getting 
getting ramped up. Um, but so I think that that changed things for me in terms of just trying to stay, you know, in more of a mid-season form um, instead of re- trying to reset and then go back to spring training and do it all over again. Speaking of spring training, I mean, how did you think things were going for you? How did you feel? It was good. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. It was just, I think more than anything was, was the excitement around the team. Yeah. Um, you know, it was an excitement that I don't think we had seen, at least in the years that I've been there. Um, you know, I think there was, Rick uh, pointed out a lot, you know, just the expectations. You know, there are a lot more expectations on it. There's that expectation to win now. And it wasn't, you know, rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. It was, we're going to win now. And we had the pieces to do it. And I think that was the exciting part is that, you know, everybody in that room kind of understood the, the talent that was around us and as well as the, you know, the expectations that were around us. And, um, you know, it was obviously you never want to have a pandemic at any point, but um, it, it was a shame because I think the, you know, the expectations, the excitement to get the season going was, was really flowing to the clubhouse for the first time that I had ever seen. And I, I mean, you, you see things, obviously, I mean, you're there, you're part of the organization, you're part of the team and stuff. And, and obviously it's a, it's a separate perspective, but from a, a, our, a fan perspective, like myself, who's, you know, been a fan, Sox fan for my whole life, you know, I mean, this is yeah. definitely the year with the most excitement in the last few years. It's just been, all right, well, let's hopefully develop a few guys and, you know, whatever happens, happens. But I mean, now this year with, right. with, with guys, you know, the off season moves and, and Robert signing the extension, you know, then things like that, it's just all coming together at once. And like you said, that, that excitement is just built up so much of that. There's that expectation to win, like you said. No doubt. And I think I really got a feel for that in uh Sox Fest in January, getting out there and just seeing the excitement of, you know, how fast the place sold out and, and hearing all the fans, just how excited they were. And um, I mean, that was right in the heart of free agency. So there was a ton to be excited about. And uh, you know, it just, it, it flowed through the spring training and um, you know, it was a shame it had to, get cut right in the middle of it. Going back to SoxFest, I didn't get to go this year. Uh, I mean, what, I went the year prior. I mean, what was it, what was it like for you? I mean, that you said it was so exciting, but I mean, what was, what was it like for you? I loved it. I loved every second of it. Um, you know, getting there and getting to interact with the fans. Um, that, that's the best part about it. Cause they're, they're there to meet you. And, and you, you know, it's, it's just a really cool part um, to see their excitement, to see, you know, the interest they take in you as a player, um, that was what stood out the most to me was you know, just the amount of knowledge that the fans had. Um, it, it, was a, it was a really cool weekend all around, um, getting to take pictures, sign autographs, um, and, then, and then being around some of the guys that I've never bet, been around in terms of like Bo Jackson and Frank Thomas and those guys. Um, I mean, there's there's an unbelievable amount of guy, talent that's played in this organization. To get to meet some of the legends that have played here was, was also a cool part of it. Uh, getting to non-baseball things, what are you what are you doing for fun right now? What do you do in your spare time? <laughs> well, this is the first time in a long time where I think that I've been home in the spring. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to. I've been doing some fishing. Um, I haven't been able to get out and fishing in a long time, so I've been not able to do that and uh, just spending time with the family. You know, this is time that we don't usually have. Um, so you got to try to find some positives in in terms of you know if it's being able to fish for the first time in a long time or just to have an extra time with family where, you know, there's not that hustle of work going around for everybody. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that and, and hanging out and uh, just waiting for baseball to come back. Are you a video game guy? I am not. Uh, a lot of my friends are. A lot of my buddies are. But I like being outdoors. I like hunting and fishing yep. and, and playing golf. So 
Uh, I'd, I'd much rather be outside doing stuff than, than staying inside. But when the season kicks up, I, I found myself playing a lot more video games. <laughs> In terms of getting back to, to baseball stuff, you you know, you're, you said your, your dad was throwing to you and you're doing some T-work and stuff like that. Is there is there anything that you're kind of working on? I, I mean, I don't know what to – you can do as much as you can, but is there anything in particular you're trying to work on? I know we kind of talked over the last few seasons about what you wanted to do going into the, the next season in terms of, you know, hitting yeah. for more power, you know, and things like that. But is there anything you're doing differently or is it just the, the same stuff? I think one of the coolest parts about spring training for me this year was um, I got to work with Jim Tomey a lot. And, you know, we, we have a lot of similarities as players. And obviously a guy that I looked up to my whole career and, and tried to model after and, and being able to work with him was was incredible. And, um, you know, he gave me some stuff in camp that we were working on that I was trying to incorporate into games. And, and obviously it's tough to do at the time while you're trying to incorporate it and then, and then have success in the games as well. So I've really taken this time to work on what, what he and I talk, talked about and worked on. And um, so it's been good in a sense where I can kind of get that into the swing and get it to where it feels really comfortable so that when we do get back and playing games, it'll be, you know, more in rhythm and uh, in, in place and trying to figure things out at the same time as trying to have results. So, you know, if there is a positive about anything, it's it's that I've been able to to really work in on it and really hone it down and get some muscle memory with that. So, um, you know, it's just some, just some small swings things, but, um, no, I, I was honored to get to work with him as much as I did. Pretty, uh, pretty darn good person to learn from, huh? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely one of the best left-handed hitters of, of all time. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, I've asked each of the guys about, uh, is, the, the difference in the MLB draft and moving it down to five rounds and kind of the impact that has on, on everyone. What are you, what are your thoughts on that? I feel terrible for the guys. Um, you know, first they get to play, they're getting judged on 15 games this season and uh, obviously what they did last year. And, you know, there's so many guys that aren't going to get the opportunity to get drafted now that, you know, could have been potential big leaguers. You know, I hope they get the opportunity next year. I'm glad college baseball is letting them come back. But, um, you know, I've told many people that, if my season was cut to 15 games junior year, I don't think I would have been drafted where I was drafted. I don't think I would have had that opportunity to go second round and, and be with the White Sox, obviously. But, um, you know, so personally, I feel I feel terrible for those guys. I hope that, you know, I hope it works out where they can come back to college and, and you know, get picked up the next year and have the opportunity. But, you know, my heart goes out to all of them. My heart goes out to the seniors that, that won't get to play again and, and the guys that were planning on getting drafted that, you know, won't have that opportunity. So, um, you know, I just uh, I just hope that they get – a chance next year to, to get back into it and um, get some kind of opportunity. The other the other aspect of that and, and um, going back to, to high school days, I mean, I remember when, you know, after my junior year, I, you know, I had a good year and, but senior year I had a really good year. And that's when I started getting some looks from, from college colleges. And you sure. just think about all the high school seniors that, you know, that maybe would have had a, a big year and they just got that taken away. And now that opportunity maybe not even to get to go to college or maybe even have scouts look at them that senior year. It's, it's crazy. It, it's a terrible time. Um, you know, I feel terrible for those guys that, that lost opportunities to, as you said, I mean, high school is even worse because you don't get to, they're not going to have an opportunity to repeat senior year and play high, play baseball again. Um, so, you know, hopefully they get a chance to walk on somewhere, but yeah, I just, I really feel for um, everybody impacted in, in the baseball world for this. I mean, obviously, you know, what's going on in the world with, with deaths and everything, that's that's awful. Um, but, you know, when you talk about the baseball side of it, for us, it's 
I feel for those guys um, at a personal level because I, I know what I went through and, and where I'm at now, and now some guys might not have the opportunity that would have otherwise. Uh, last thing for you, Gavin, and we'll, uh, we'll let you go. What? Um, actually, two more things. Uh, you know, I've asked everybody this the same thing, and um, in terms of when you guys are, you know, whatever, an arbitrary date, let's say this week they agree on something and they say, you know, get two weeks to, to get to – to Arizona or wherever spring training is, spring training in, in quotes. And then you've got another two weeks to four game starter. Let's say let's say you got yeah. a month or whatever it is. Do you think it's gonna affect hitters more than pitchers? I mean, everyone obviously has been able to do different things, but overall, tougher to get back in the swing of things as a hitter or, or as a pitcher. I would say as a hitter, yep. um, you know, you've got to get that whole timing back down. Obviously, for pitchers, it's a little different having a guy in the box. But at the same time, I mean, when you go out in your bullpen, you can play it as a live game where you're working on your spots, you're working on your pitches. But, you know, as a hitter, it's it's nearly impossible to replicate an in-game at bat. Um, obviously, I'm sure pitchers would, would be happy to disagree with me. But I just think that as a, as a hitter standpoint, when you have to go in, you can't replicate that bat during this time. Um, you know, pitchers can work on their stuff right now. They can They can – throw live bullpens they can have you know parents step into the batter's box and work on it just as if i was in the batter's box um so i I would say just getting the timing down as a hitter would be a little bit different but i I think both sides is is you know the skill level is so high that once the lights come on and and everything the adrenaline gets going it's it's going to feel just like june again um just like a regular game once once everything gets going so i think there's the excitement and adrenaline is going to take over more than anything Last thing, I'll let you go. Have you done anything new in this last few months? Have you picked up anything? Have you, have you tried anything new? Anything? I know you said you like to hunt and fish and stuff like that, but anything new for you? Cooking, eating different things, whatever. I've actually been, uh, I've got into smoking the uh, meat barbecue. So okay. I got a brand new smoker and I hadn't got out of the box for the last two years. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Better time than any right now, right. so uh, it takes a long time. It's a long day when I do it, but I mean, what else do I have to do right now? Right. So I've been, you know, ten hours doing pulled pork and briskets and trying all different things, and uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. And and my family's enjoyed it, obviously, because they can eat. <laughs> some some <laughs> turned out good, some hasn't turned out so good. So <laughs> a learning, I'm learning. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, stay safe. Stay ready. Hopefully get some baseball here pretty soon. And, uh, yeah, just thanks for joining me, man. I appreciate it. I hope so, too. Thanks for having me on. Always fun. All right, Gavin Sheets, another Future Sox podcast. Welcome back to another Future Sox podcast. Joining me on Skype, it is Tyler Johnson. Tyler, thanks for taking your time, man. Uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So you just uh, you just said you're out in Arizona getting some uh, getting some work in. What's a I mean this is it's, it's a different time for everybody obviously. So what's this what's an average day like uh, look like for you these days? So just an average day. Um, you know you really just have two responsibilities each day to throw and work out. So um, I knock out the throwing at about ten in the morning and then work out directly after it. So. Uh, my day's pretty much done by about two, um, so it's pretty quick. And yeah. then um, you got a full day, so uh, it'll always vary with what I do. What What are you doing? Sorry, are you 
kind of like an off-season plan, or are you kind of are acting like you're in season, or what's your uh, what's your what are your workouts and throwing things look like? Um, so uh, the workout side is pretty much I'm in an off-season plan. Okay. Um, so I'm a little bit more aggressive with my lifts and you know trying to make some strides in that area, maybe become stronger, more durable. Um, you know, gain some energy, uh, stuff like that. The, the throwing is a little bit unique. Um, it's a bit on feel. Uh, so, you know, in season, you're hoping you're throwing in games enough to where your pregame throws are pretty easy and light. Um, that's not necessarily the case out here, um, but it's not quite as aggressive as the off-season program okay. um, because uh, you're throwing, I'm throwing pens or lives two times a week. Uh, so um, it's a bit in between. Uh, like I said, it's more of a on-field basis, uh, you know, long toss whenever I feel like, you know, I need to get my arms stretched out. And uh, also there's the times where you can work on mechanics and break things down. So um, it's a bit unique. How did you think your uh, spring training was going? I mean, was there stuff that you maybe saw in spring training that you're kind of working on now? Or I mean, how did that go for you? How did you think it was going? So the majority of camp, I felt like it was going very well for me. Um, from day one, early camp, to, uh, um, to even in the games. Um, you know, I had a pickup uh, in game, uh, but was able to get back on track there. And uh, that's really what it's about as a reliever, being able to stay within yourself and, you know, minimizing some damage uh, and not letting snowball effects happen. So, uh, you know, I thought that it was going really well. Um, obviously, there's things to work on. It was going really well with velocity. Uh, being back, coming off of that injury and going into the offseason, I really wanted to get my velocity back. And now it's up there in mid-upper 90s. So, um, there's a lot to be happy about. Obviously, like I said, some more stuff to work on. What you mentioned, you're you're throwing live. Or who who are you throwing to? Yeah, so uh, out here in Arizona, we were able to get some guys together and throw put together some live PPs. Um, you know, on our stock side, you know, it's uh, some of the non-rosters that were left in camp that aren't allowed to go into the so it's like me, Brady Lale, Drew Anderson, um, and Brian Mitchell. Uh, so some of those guys that we got in the offseason. Um, and they've had some time in the league, so they, they know a couple guys and can reach out to some hitters. Um, I know like Greg uh, um, Bird shows up every now and then, so uh, he's out here in surprise. Uh, so it's a good little gig that we got out here. Um, we also got some white flash hitters out here, like Mastino, Alex Mastino, Calm, and Tyler Frost. Okay. Around anybody that wants BP, see some arms, and maybe get some work in. Uh, hopefully, you can get playing here soon. Do you think, um, I know this week's a, a big week for, we're recording this on the 26th of May here, big week for you know proposal, and hopefully an agreement's going to be reached and stuff like that, to hopefully you know, everything goes well and maybe we'll have baseball here in, in a few weeks. Do you think, I mean, I've been talking to, I don't know, I've talked to four or five guys in, in the system here in the last couple of days and 
it seems like each, you know, each one of you has different opportunities or, you know, different facilities or, you know, whatever it may be from throwing in nets to, to, to throwing live to people. Do you think, do you think a majority of the people will be, you know, ready to go, so to speak? Um, you know, I think it's just very individualized. Um, baseball, uh, that's a tough question because every year in spring training, you know, you're in the off season, you think you're ready. Um, right. but the most injuries happen in spring training when you come back from off season. So, um, that's going to be a bit tricky. If they're, you know, expecting us to get back in shape and playing, faster, uh, I would expect to see a rise in injuries. Um, so with that in the back of your head, you know, I'm trying to personally train to take that blow and be able to ramp up that fast. Right. Um, so I've been taking stuff really seriously in this time period. Um, but like I said, I think it's very individualized. I think you'll see a lot of injuries come about. Uh, I think, uh, some people will be very ready to go, and then I think some people won't. So, um, like, it's just a give or take. You know, you add in a, you know, a factor of uncertainty, and you're going to have a greater, you know, variation of things that can happen. This, you know, I guess it kind of goes along with what we just said, you know, just varies by person and what they're able to do. But do you think it's going to be easier for pitchers to get going in a, in a couple weeks or hitters to get going in a couple weeks and get ready for games? Uh, I would assume it'd be easier for hitters. That might make a lot of hitters angry. Um, <laughs> but, you know, their timing's going to be off to right. start. Um, but that only takes, you know, a week or two to get back. Um, if you're a pitcher and you know, you're behind the eight ball a little bit, you know, it, it takes longer than that. Uh, plus you're putting yourself at risk of injury. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I might be a little biased, but I think pitcher's got a little bit of a tougher job here. You, um, you said you're out there with, with a bunch of different guys, you know, the, the MLB draft is obviously changed, you know, this year with, with everything going on. I mean, you, you were a, a fifth round pick, you know, and there's five rounds. What do you think of that, that whole situation? I mean, it, you got to do what they have to do, I guess, money wise, but what do you think of that situation? Um, yeah, obviously, you know, the whole, you know, what has gone on and how it affects athletes is very unfortunate. Um, you know, for this time, you got a lot of dreams that, you know, may not be had or maybe put on hold. Um, so I feel for those guys. I just, you know, I don't know um, how feasible it is for, you know, a 40-man draft. I wasn't part of that conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, but you got to assume that they want the guys. Um, so, like I said, it's just unfortunate. Uh, I was, yeah, you're right, I was fifth rounder. You know, <laughs> um, and I know a lot of really good sixth rounders. Yeah, exactly, so. yeah. Um, and, and, and later. So, um, it's a really tough situation and it's a really sad one. 
Um, but you just, you hope that they get it right and you put your trust in, you know, the governing bodies of that, um, or at least I do. And, uh, you know, it is what it is kind of. And, um, you know, maybe that's the wrong way to look at it and be so, uh, understanding, but, uh, there's really nothing else I could, you know, think of to, uh, to think of it any other way. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, free time. You, you, you said, you know, your day is usually done around two or so. What are you doing? Are you video games or what are you at a pool? Or what, what are you doing? Um, so it'll vary. Uh, I play a lot of video games as well. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people might be giving you that answer, but yeah. I'm stuck in the show right now. So um, I miss baseball a lot. And that's my way of playing it <laughs> right now. Uh, but, you know, I'm not just a couch slob. I'll go camp. Uh, we'll go camping and hiking. Um, you know, we just spent a weekend up in a cabin. So uh, we'll do we'll do a lot of different exploring and, um, you know, try to get out of the house the best we can. It's a little bit easier now that things are starting to open up out here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, you know, while... Well, everything was pretty locked down, you know, either hike in 100-degree weather or, you know, stay inside. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was just going to ask you but, what that weather was like out there, camp, hiking and stuff. It'd be hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was easier to hike early on when all this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we did a lot of that probably every day. And... Um, you know, like like you said, once it started getting over 100, uh, the temperature feels like it goes up a notch a little right. bit. Um, so that's when we started going inside more. But recently out here in Arizona, it hadn't been too bad. Um, it's been floating around 90, 95, which, you know, feels pretty good in the dry heat. So uh, we've been able to get back out a little bit more. Yeah, I spent um, three summers in, in Palm Springs working at Summer Collegiate League. So I, the, the dry heat, I mean, that's... It's still hot, but it's not. It's not Florida muggy hot. It's, it's it's a little bit different. Yeah. So we were talking about um, the show. Are you? How do you play the show? Do you create your own character? Are you play a season, or what? What are you doing? I'm in the Diamond Diamond Dynasty. Okay. Um, so I collect the cards and put them in my team, uh, looking for the best ones. So um, I kind of like managing and and doing all the strategies or uh, challenges and stuff that they put on there. And the show is good. They got like, you know, more challenges than you can think of. So uh, it's a big, it's a big time, time consumer. All right, man. Well, uh, hopefully we get some, uh, get some baseball back here pretty soon and uh, see you out there on the mound again. Appreciate your time and and stay safe out there. And we'll, we'll look forward to talking to you again. No, I appreciate you having me and, uh, like like you said, hopefully we get back here and um, we get some games going. All right, man. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. All right, Tyler Johnson, uh, another Future Sox podcast.